cold, eat them hot, eat them old, eat them not. I mean, whatever you want, really. Have one. <laughs> Have, have one stick, have two, have half a stick. I don't know. <laughs> hey, do you peel the layers? Do you peel the layers of the Naughty Bar? Listen, nothing goes better with some fava beads and a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Swiss cake roll is better than the Naughty Bar. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was I'm pretty sure that's my in-laws favorite. Miss Jean, <laughs> Rabbi, love you. Which no, one? Both. No, I mean which cake is their fave? The, the nutty, nutty the nutty buddy. Oh, they have them like in their garage freezer, I think. Oh, they I love that Christian said which one and Kevin said both. <laughs> Good answer. He loves, he loves them both. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> It was never a question. Oh, hey, man. Listen, I do. I do. I'm full of love. What can I say? Welcome to episode number one of the Power Five podcast. My name is Kevin. Thanks so much for joining us. Every week, our panel will individually power rank a specific item. This week, we will take a deep dive into one of America's tastiest and most nostalgic snacks, the Little Debbie Snack Cake. Thanks so much for joining us on episode one of the Power 5 podcast. Joining us all the way across the upstate in the metropolis of Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Brantley Vest. Good evening, sir. How are you? Doing well, Podfather. Hope you're well. I am doing outstanding, man. Thank you for joining us tonight. Also joining the panel is Colin Thompson. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a smart decision. Uh, I'm pretty sure the fine for not showing up tonight is about 250 bucks. So not too much, but certainly not cheap. Last but not least, the walking sound clip and the podcast's very own star crunch, Christian Graver. So glad to be here. Pleasure's all mine. Since, since tonight's episode is about Little Debbie Snack Cakes, I feel like we need to go on and just start the podcast just by talking a little bit about food. Did anybody have anything good to eat last night? I, I, from what I understand, you guys are on a weight loss challenge. Uh, that's right. I, I think I had um, a stalk of celery and a little bit of peanut butter um, to really kick the game off. So take the challenge pretty seriously. I did break down and have three Santita chips um, somewhere around the second quarter. <laughs> I ate three quarters of a thin crust DiGiorno. There you go. And that's not too bad. That's not because I don't care. <laughs> so what exactly does your weight loss challenge entail you know last last week everybody everything always starts on monday and i remember sending a tweet out something like all right this is going to be my last snack late night snack and i i had a kit kat and i said that was going to be the last like little trashy snack i was going to have for at least 24 to 48 hours and that's about all it took because i've been off the the rails ever since uh, a lot has to do though with the research conducted just about tonight's podcast you know i needed to make sure i was up to date on my uh, debbie cakes yeah so the 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 weight loss challenge is what eight or nine of us um one four to four one 
it's just a percentage lost. Um, and we've got guys of all shapes and sizes in there. So hundred bucks cash per, per individual. And, and it's a winner take all. And you said how many people's in that? Eight or nine. Wow. There's some, there's some folks down double digits, uh, after week one too. Yeah. Are you I'm not one of those, but there are some folks down. Huh. Yeah. I'm sitting about 11 pounds down, but I'm, I'm the walrus that needed to lose the most. So, so you got, I've got to lose the most to win the challenge because we're okay. doing it on a percentage basis. Okay. So eight to nine people, hundred bucks a pop winner take all. Yep. 100% of percentage weight loss. Yep. Anybody yep. care to give your starting weights? I mean, I'll do it. I'll do All it. Right, what you got? What you I will, got? Let me let me just say this. I've lost eleven pounds, and I was two seventy five this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I mean, I'm worse. glad to be talking, little Debbie's baby. We're right in my way. <laughs> well, you look good, buddy. Eleven pounds that. down, I'm rolling. Big yeah, that's right. on your that's side. Right. Fifty or yeah. nothing. Fifty or nothing. I lost eight pounds in the first two days, Kevin. And if you're referring to like what you do the night before, I had one of those little Caesars cheesy thingy pizzas, that new one. And the next morning, lost eight pounds <laughs> and then gained three back. So I'm at a net loss of five. And, you know, we're, it, we're here. Was it so. the extra most bestest? It wasn't, and that was my failure. It okay. was the pepper cheeser cheeser or something. I don't know, Colin. You know, you know the menu like the back of your hand, kid. I don't know exactly. That's a, that's a that's an interesting choice of the night before meal. It was uh, a failure on my end. Okay, okay. Y'all got any crazy um, exercise routines going on, Brent? I saw you tweet out a busted pair of running shoes. Yeah, I played basketball tonight, and um, I didn't even make it. To the first game. I mean, shoe blew out in warm-ups. So, 15-year-old pair of Nike Shock basketball oh shoes. Gosh. You're Zion. Uh, 15 years old? Away. Yeah. 15, that's, a, at least, that's a heck of a run. That's I a can attest to that. I can attest to the age of those shoes. Yeah. Wow. And I will say now. today, I attempted, and I, you know, I'm pretty weak-willed, so it doesn't mean much, but I attempted to run a mile on the treadmill today. I quit at .81 miles. But, you know, progress so, is progress. You're right. Start somewhere. You're right. Colin, you doing anything? I feel like Colin's autumn, Colin is a guaranteed not going to win this challenge uh, 100%. contestant. You know, I don't appreciate that because, you know, Dorth claims he doesn't remember this, but I actually won one of the very first ones back, Christian, when we went to Augusta. We were coming off that one. I won that one. Dorth has, like, amnesia and doesn't remember it. Um, dude, I remember you look good, bro. How many weight loss challenges are do you guys have you guys been a part of? I think this is three. Okay. In the past year? No, since since that time period. Oh, well, that's still worth it. I came out of the gate pretty strong last week, mainly just focused on uh water um and what I was eating for lunch and dinner, dropped a quick four. And then, unfortunately, I had an event um, this weekend in Gatlinburg that was not conducive uh, to weight loss. Um, I, it wasn't terrible. I, it wasn't like I binged on snack food the whole time, but the meals just weren't weren't very um, supportive of the effort. Well, you I eat car- like like four things, okay? Grilled chicken, 
rice, whipped cream, and um, scrambled eggs, uh, hamburgers, scram- hamburgers, yeah, yeah. Raisin, raisin bread, raisin bread at Waffle House, um, cheese and eggs at Waffle House, but yeah. no cheese. Um, Insert Vince so Vaughn salmon. erroneous meme here. Um, so, so that's like six things. It's just erroneous. Okay. Hey, well, moving on, you know, this is our first podcast and I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited. I appreciate you guys making the commitment to do it. I think it's going to be a good time, if, if nothing else, to to all four, four of our listeners out there. Um, we appreciate you joining in tonight as, as well. It's been quite a experience. You know, I've learned a lot so far. The The most frustrating component of starting a podcast so far at least in my personal experience was dealing with the graphic artist out there apparently they don't like to respond back to emails texts uh, deadlines um, is a foreign word I think to most Uh, I spoke to three but we got the job done thanks to an app called Fixer so Fixer a little shout out man that was a nice Nice little save for us. But um, anyways, man, I'm fired up about this. You guys have any thoughts about episode one and just getting this thing started? I'd just like to give a shout out to the to the Twitter engagement we had today. We threw out some just some teasers and, you know, I think we almost doubled our followers on Twitter and uh, got some got some good input. So keep that rolling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say about Kevin, that. Um, Kevin has been inspiring the way that you've gone uh, head first into this venture. And so I uh, appreciate you doing the research and, and putting the time in it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the experience. I am too, man. Should should be good. And, and C-Dub, he is the veteran podcaster of the group uh, with one episode under his belt. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. In the archives. Just wanted to say you're a real Zuckerberg and I'm just I'm just happy to be in your garage, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, obviously we wanted to make the first episode special. So, you know, we kind of came together and decided that we were going to invite some of some, some of the celebrities out there in the Twitter universe that leaves their direct messages open whether you follow them or not, or whether they follow you or not. And so we, uh, we found a couple of those and wanted to extend an invitation to those, to those celebrities and, and athletes to see if they wanted to come on and, and join us. Unfortunately, we did not have any takers for this particular episode, but we did invite several. So I'd like to ask Brent, who'd you invite, man, for episode one of the Power Five podcast? All right, so I ended up inviting three celebrities. First was Marty Smith. He's He was kind of like my dream. If I could pick a personality, I think he would have been the most fun, you know, kind of uh, – I think this would have been right up his alley. And I want to say even a couple of weeks prior, he had mentioned Little Debbie's on Twitter. Um, so that kind of led me to also invite Ryan McGee of ESPN. Um, but, but I would say that – you know, the, the one that I was really hoping for, I'll just read you my DM. So this celebrity has his DMs open. So I went with a, hi, hope you're well. Me and some friends are starting a podcast called the Power Five Podcast. We'll be ranking things five to one. Our inaugural show will be ranking Little Debbie Snack Cakes. 
would love to have you join us as a guest. We believe we could do this in a 25 to 30 minute Zoom call. And then 48 hours later, I sent the Puss in Boots gif of the crying cat, you know, the, the begging cat. And that was to Mr. OJ Simpson, who has his DMs open on Twitter. How about that? Did, did you get a notification or if you go in there, does it at least say red? I don't know. I mean, I don't think so, but um, nothing. I, I didn't get a reply from anyone. That's that going big, man, to try to get OJ Simpson from yeah. uh, day one. That's that's impressive. Maybe next time. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just, just saying. saying. Colin, I asked you today, man, when you think we get our first um, call back on something like that or our first invite, and you made the prediction of 20 to 30 episodes in, you think we get a – uh, a D lister. I think so. And, and maybe before then, I mean, we get our followers up, you know, on Twitter, ride the momentum we started with today coming off this episode could be sooner, but I'm, I'm going with 20 to 30 episodes. You know, I think we could get little Debbie herself on here. I don't know if any of you asked her. I think, I think little Debbie is, is alive. I think she's like 94 or something like that. Yeah. Christian, did you invite anybody? I, I know for a fact Colin did not. I segued into Mr. Jonathan Clay Reddick, otherwise known as JJ Reddick, a fan favorite of the show, at least for me. Um, most people hate him. Uh, sent him a nice, sweet little message, uh, really just pandering to him and his talents and to no reply. Um, so I'm kind of off that wagon. And I will say I regrettably did not ask Wendy's because I think the Wendy's accounts would have actually responded. Yeah. So maybe next week. All right. All right. That sounds good. I like that. Hey, does uh, who does JJ Reddick play for now? The Pelicans currently, which oh, is Duke South. That's right. Okay. The Pelicans. I did see today. I know you're a big Duke fan. Duke is currently on the bubble of the tournament. Yeah, I, I was a Duke fan. I don't know. This year, they might as well pack it up. Them and Kentucky both. Well, I, I actually extended an invitation to several different folks. I don't know if you call them celebrities or not, but since we're dealing with food, I reached out to some of the the big chefs in the world, I guess, celebrity chefs. Uh, one is Hunter Fieri, which is Guy Fieri's son. Fieri. Um, Fieri, sorry, Fieri, 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 Hunter Fieri, um, Marcel Vigneron, who was on, he was a top chef, um, Bravo, uh, which comes on Bravo. He was a winner of, of top chef, big restaurant tour, I believe Tyler Florence. He's a SC boy now living out in San Francisco, owns his own restaurant. He's on the food network quite a bit. Tyler Florence. Also, a couple of our Bravos reached out to Shane Green, relief pitcher, Dansby Swanson, Ozzy Albies. Got no reply from those guys. Got no replies from the chefs either. Reached out to Eric McLean of ESPN, former Clemson Tiger. Um, did not get a response from Eric McLean either, which I was a little surprised. I figured that he would have at least messaged back and gave me like, oh man, you can't beat the Swiss cake rolls or something like that. Or, yeah. and everybody knows I'm a big sucker for the Christmas tree cakes, but I didn't get any. 
and then Jennifer Carroll. Now, Jennifer Carroll is also a big restaurateur, a big celebrity chef, a Michelin. Uh, I think she's got three Michelin stars. So I messaged Jennifer Carroll, who has open DMs, and said, hey, you know, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, if you can't make it, just let me know when you would like to be on. And uh, in the meantime, let me know your top Debbie cakes, um, if you have any opinions on any of those. And she just responded back. She's like, oh, this is so great. Um, send me a link to your podcast. So she didn't give me any Debbie cake takes and didn't take up the invitation to to join our show. However, she did respond back. So I thought that was pretty cool that that she did that big Michelin star chef. So uh, Jennifer Carroll, appreciate that. Um, looking forward to hearing about next week who you guys invite. Colin, definitely um, think you need to be in inviting somebody. Brant, maybe text Tim Tebow. I like it. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. All right, moving on to the meat of our show, the Little Debbie Snack Cakes. We're not ready to rank those yet. However, we do have a little game called the Little Debbie Over Under. So I'm going to give you a number based on a certain Debbie cake item or fact. And it is you guys' job to tell me whether you think that is that the real answer is over the number that I give you or under, okay? All right, so here we go. Little Debbie snack cake items. The number is 70. Do they have more snack cake items than 70 or less? Are they over 70 or under 70? Is this historically or currently available? Historically. I'm going over. I'll go over as well. I'm going to go under, mate. All right. 75 is the answer. So over is your answer on that over 70 items with 75. Okay, 1955, the first oatmeal cream pie was made. 1955, was it under 1955 or was it over 1955 when the first oatmeal cream pie was created? I'm gonna go with my classic under because it was December of 1954 and I know that. I'm going to go just under as well. I'll take the under too. Clean sweep. The answer is 1960. So the uh, over, over would hit on that. 1960 was when the first oatmeal cream pie was created. Okay. The types of brownies, not including the seasonal brownies. The number is five. Does Little Debbie make under five or over five types of brownies, not including the seasonal brownies? Under. Under. Staying with my undertake. And that is correct. The answer is four. So under. Here we go. Is the record for the to eat two Swiss cake rolls over 6.95 seconds or under 6.95 seconds? It's slightly over. I'm going to go, I mean, it would be a true feat if you could do it in less. I'm going to go under. I'm going under. And the answer is 7.69 seconds. The answer is over. Nice job, CG. Yes, sir. The year that the Christmas wreath cookie was retired, is it over 2011 or under 2011? I don't remember seeing them 
at all. Maybe vaguely. I'm going to go pre-2011, so under. I totally forgot about those. Loved them. I'm going to say. Tasty. Uh, I think it's like a little spice cookie or something. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a wash for me. I'm just going to say uh, it was exactly 2011. Trick question, Kevin. <laughs> 2016. Oh. Over. 2016. Kind of recent. In 2019, Little Debbie's reported over 1.2 billion in sales or under 1.2 billion in sales. I'm taking, I'm taking the over. Under. You got to go under at this point, Kristen. Everything's under, right? No, it's $1.4 billion. $1.4 billion just in Little Debbie sales. That does not include all Mackie food products, which is who makes the Little Debbies. All right. The price of a Nutty Bar currently at Target, $2.29. Is it under $2.29 or is it over $2.29? Traditional size? Is that what we're talking? Traditional size of a Nutty Bar. I'm going to go under, under. I'll take the under as well. I'm going to go over, just like to be different. And the answer is $2.19, so it's under. Last over-under here. All right, calories in the much overrated Star Crunch, 210. We're going under 210 calories or over 210 calories? Well, they taste like air, so I didn't even know they had calories, but I'm going to actually go over. So much disrespect here. Uh, I'll take the under. Star Crunch is, is the worst of the Debbies, but I'll go under. Yeah, the, it is under 150. Actually, Christian, what it tastes like is like, uh, you know, potassium nitrate or um, <laughs> glucose cerebellum. I don't know. Whatever. But it goes well with a Little League baseball game and a, and a cold cheer wine. All right, so hopefully you learned a little bit about some of the numbers of Little Debbie. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Little Debbie actually ranked their own Debbie cakes back in 2019. Now, they had four different categories. They called them the legends. They had a category called You See It, You Want It. They had a third category called Crowd Pleasers, and then they had one called the For the Enlightened Few. So I want to see if you can catch which – classic little debbie cake was actually left off these rankings completely but i do want to get your thoughts all right so let's start with the legends category okay legends meaning obviously it's it's a legend right it's the top of the class it's the the top dog the 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 best in the business if you will so little debbie listed three legends what do you think those what do you think those little debbie cakes were that little debbie named themselves as a legend OCP. No doubt. Oatmeal cream pies yeah. on there for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say fudge rounds. Fudge round is not on. Mm. Nutty bar. Nutty bar. Ding, ding, ding. Number two. Jelly cream pie. No. Pecan swirls. No. Honey bun. It's seasonal. Uh, Christmas tree cake. There you go. The Christmas tree cake. The traditional, the vanilla Christmas tree cake, by the way. That's the only way to go, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I like the chocolate ones too, though. All right, now, you see it, you want it. You see it, you want it. So they listed five different you see it, you want it Debbie cakes in here. Any guesses? Fudge rounds. Fudge round is not on there. No respect. (laughs) 
I mean, it is kind of disrespectful. No fudge around on the top two. Cosmic brownie. Uh, Not the cosmic brownie, Colin, but the turtle brownie did make the list, which I've never had. No, that's that's pricey i'm sure classy debris the turtle brownie i don't yeah i don't know i don't think i've seen one of those in a grocery store donut sticks uh very good nice job the donut stick uh which i think is the most caloric of all high high calorie food item in the little debbie arsenal can i give a quick plug for the little debbie's donuts at the gas stations and the little packs the chocolate and the powdered sugar thank you for those dude how about that six pack of the chocolate ones slurp them down with the yellow vitamin water yeah breakfast come on on, son hey you did mention one of the you see it you want it's the powdered sugar mini donut is on that hey also you've got the swiss cake rolls in that second category uh the very overrated swiss cake rolls mind you. And I know that's kind of a hot take right there. The Swiss cake roll is a crowd favorite, I do believe. And then I will testify that the last item on there, you see it, you want it. The birthday cake stick is absolute trash. We own, uh, we had a box of those recently at our house and my kids will love them, right? I mean, it takes just like, it tastes exactly like what the, the title says, a birthday cake, but I'm not really digging a, a birthday cake for my, my Debbie cake, my post-meal dessert. Um, but the kids love them. Definitely does not deserve to be in the second category, in my opinion. No. I see it every day, and I don't want it. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. All right. Third category was the crowd pleasers. Uh, you did mention a pecan spin wheel earlier. That is in there. Colin, you mentioned a cosmic brownie. That is in the co- uh, the crowd pleasers. Uh, however, there are some other ones not been mentioned that is in the crowd pleasers. Are they seasonal? No seasonals. I was really going with the, uh, the Easter bunny cakes. We've got... Two fruit-based crowd pleasers. We've got one that's a favorite of Winnie the Pooh and bees. Uh, uh, and then we honey got, buns, baby. There we go. We got the honey buns, and then we've got the only Debbie cake named after an animal. In the Jelly cream pie, zebra cakes. There you go. The zebra, the zebra cake. Where, where can I find the jelly cream pie? In my backyard, baby. <laughs> We got a strawberry shortcake roll, not the jelly cream pie. Wow. We've got the fancy, the fancy cakes in the crowd pleasers. And then also the uh, the nasty apple pie. I mean, really, who wants that like little packaged apple pie? <laughs> not about that. Not me. For the enlightened few, the last category for Little Debbie, and they put their own stuff in there again. Uh, the Star Crunch was in that last category, the enlightened few. The Raisin Cream Pie, I believe Brant likes that. I'm not quite yeah. sure. The, the Raisin Cream Pie was in there. There were two items that I had no idea what they were. It looked like a Swiss cake roll, but it wasn't a Swiss cake roll. It was like some kind of chocolate roll. They had some kind of Boston cream roll, it looked like. And then you've also got the fig bar in the For the Enlightened Few. Yeah, kind of an interesting take. And then you've got Colin's, uh, what, what Colin has said several different times, the jelly cream pie for the Enlightened Few. And last but not least, the unicorn cake. That's in your top five, right, Christian? 
<laughs> Absolutely. It's actually one through five. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so Brant, I think you've picked up on which Debbie cake was not listed or ranked by the little Debbie company. Fudge rounds. Can you believe it? Terrible. No, I can't. I mean, they would have made – definitely when you see it, you want it. I, went, I mean – I went back and actually read the Twitter feed on that, and there was some outrage from the Little Debbie fans, especially uh, the fudge round lovers. They they couldn't believe that it was actually left off. I'm I got to ask a quick question. Do you guys like the genetically modified bigger versions of Little Debbies or the classic small size? I don't I like to, any of the bigger ones. I tend I'm to prefer them. the original. Yeah. Amen. Small. Did yeah. you know this year they actually made the Christmas tree cakes double the size and they were not the same? Really? They were not. I couldn't eat as many in one sitting. You know, I had a regular size Christmas cake and then I did have the supersized Christmas cake and the supersized Christmas cake is not as good. No, it didn't no. slap. No, no. Oh, you know what? I actually used that the other day, Christian, on account of you. Uh, I'm proud of you. What was it? It slaps, right? (laughs) That means if something's good, it slaps. Absolutely. Silly slaps. I heard that. It slaps. Silly slaps was extra good. Okay. All right. The small Christmas tree, silly slaps. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, obviously, Little Debbie doesn't know what they're doing when it comes to ranking their own product, but we certainly do when it comes to ranking their products with our top fives. Now, I'm going to listen to everybody's, but I want you to know that mine is is right. But before we go into our personal rankings, I do feel like it is important that we let America know what the people chose as their top five. We reached out on Twitter. We reached out through text. Facebook, Instagram, a couple of different ways, and just got some votes on the top five. The number four, or excuse me, the number three, four, and five spot were battling it out, okay? Pretty tight, but it ended up being number five, the Cosmic Brownie. The people of America chose the Cosmic Brownie as their fifth favorite Little Debbie cake. Number four was the traditional Christmas tree cake, and it ain't even close according to some. The third most popular Little Debbie cake in America was the Nutty Bar. And then number one and number two were Runaways. Even though Little Debbie thinks pretty poorly of its own fudge round, the people of America find it fascinating and delicious. And coming in at number two was the fudge round. And last but not least, the OCP, the legendary pig, the... Some would say the goat of Little Debbie's, the oatmeal cream pie, was America's choice as the number one Little Debbie. Any shockers right there to you guys? Personally, I am a Cosmic Brownie fan. Full transparency, a little sneak peek here. It did not make my top five, but I am a fan. I am surprised to see it in the top five. I'm actually surprised that the Christmas tree cake was as low as it was, but I think that's because seasonal cakes don't get as much love as traditional year-round cakes and that's fair yeah it was actually brought up today if seasonal little debbies were actually okay to to be put in the top five and and they certainly are 
All right, now to the most important matters at hand. We've got our very own rankings, our top five Little Debbie rankings. There were no criteria whatsoever. Everybody did their own research. Everybody did their own taste test. Everybody went off nostalgia, off of memory. Maybe the calorie total will even factored into your top five. I doubt it. I doubt it, but maybe so. Anyways, it is time to get on with our top five, our power rankings for the Little Debbie Cake. All right, I'm going to turn it over to Colin first. Colin, what is your number five Little Debbie Cake? Number five. You know, I was disgusted earlier in the show listening to the disrespect that this Little Debbie Cake got. Uh, It's been a uh, personal favorite for a number of years. Vastly, vastly underrated nationally, the Star Crunch. I like that personal favorite, number five. <laughs> wow, number five on your list, and you're surprised it was left off America's. All right, so we got the uh, Star Crunch coming in at number five. Brant, number five. All right, number five for me is the most versatile of all the Debbies. Um, when you are going to a gathering and you grab some Debbies and some chips, this is where the direction I'm going, but it's the fudge rounds. So the one that little Debbie does not like. Yeah. And so there's a bit of nostalgia there for me. It seems like after every little league game, it was uh, fudge rounds and Capri sun. Um, So, I mean, it's, and it's just a, it's a good little treat. Do you eat them as they, they are, or do you ever like nibble off the chocolate icing off the top first. No, well, that's one of the few that I'll just traditionally eat. I mean, I'll get into that some more in my rankings, but okay. I've got some, I got a little weirdness with others, but that's a, that's more of a traditional just bite at a time. I got you. I like a cold fudge round uh, yeah. myself. Yeah, it's not too Absolutely. bad. All right, CG. Well, I always say nothing goes better with some fava beans and a nice Chianti than a fudge round. So – but unlike Brant, I don't eat it traditionally. I actually tear it in half so I can see the ooey gooey fudge. And then I <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just nostalgia's kicking in. I remember, you know, eight years old, the Easily Wreck Royals playing out there on a, a cold Monday night, sipping some crushed ice cheer wine or RC, a little fudge round action. We just beat. The Reds, or maybe the Indians. The Crosswell. And I just tore that sucker up, baby. The Crosswell Indians or the Crosswell Oh, absolutely. Um- so, when you're playing youth sports, I mean, the whole reason why you play is for the snack afterwards, right? Oh, absolutely. I remember my first in-the-park home run. I literally ran past home plate and right to the cooler. <laughs> and uh, that was the end of my career. <laughs> Hey, well, before I give you my fifth pick here, man, let me let me just say this. So, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Monday was Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. So, I get to school on Monday morning, and after car duty, I run over to the local Ingles, and I pick up uh, some some goodies in celebration of our SRO at, at school. And so, anyways, bring them on back. But while I'm at Ingles, I thought to myself, man, you know what? I need to go check out the Little Debbie section. So, right now at our house, we've got prior to what I brought home, we have the Holiday Nutty Buddy Bars, 
Okay. Not too bad. In my opinion, better than the classic Nutty Buddy bar. I like the one pack and I like the fact that they're a little bit thinner. Okay. We had a birthday cake and we have some classic Nutty Buddy bar. That may be it. Maybe a pecan spin wheel or something like that. I don't know. The kids, the kids like those uh, lower tier, uh, low hanging fruit on the, the little Debbie brand. Um, anyways, but while I was at Ingles, I go and I pick up four boxes of some old school, nostalgic, at least for me, Little Debbie cakes. So I pick up a box of fudge sticks, the frosted fudge cake. Okay. I pick up a box of the jelly cream pies. It will forever be the Choco gel to me. I pick up a box of honey buns. And I pick up a box of the chocolate chip cakes, okay? The two-pack of chocolate cakes with the white icing on it with the chocolate chips sprinkled on the top. Y'all with me on that? Oh, yeah. So, anyways, um, I had a bad day yesterday, man. You know, I didn't eat good with the um, national championship football game, and I consumed all four of those. Not any of the entire boxes, but I did sample all of those, plus – you know, just the regular, regular eating for the day, but it did solidify the rankings for me. So it was well worth the calories, right? Just to make sure that I am ranking correctly. Got to do the research. Do it yeah, for no the doubt. pod. No yeah. doubt. No, no doubt. Doing it for the pod. All right. Coming in at number five for me, very nostalgic, delicious. You can have them cold. You can have them warm. You can have them anyway. Number five for me is the honey bun. I'll allow it. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I, I feel like the honey bun, the little Debbie honey bun in particular, is the worst of all the honey bun choices. Like there are other buns that are that are tastier. Like the Lance honey like, bun. Yeah, I mean, like what? What do we? Isn't there like some kind of Texas cinnamon something? That's that's a banger. There's I the mean, Texas cinnamon roll. I think there is we what go. It's going. Okay, so different. Well, there the is honey- like a, a Duchess honey bun though. That's a brand, Duchess. The honey bun was never even a um, a thought in this ranking in preparation for me. I mean, I would say not certainly not in the top fifteen. I feel the same way about your Star Crunch. Yeah, stay tuned, guys, because I'm going to shock the world. I guess because uh, I used to eat a honey bun for breakfast with a Capri Sun like three weeks ago. <laughs> Hey, I will not be disrespectful to your breakfast choices, Christian. Unlike Colin. Thank you. Thank you. Colin, why don't you bring number four here? What do you what do you got? You got like some Valentine brownies or something? Number four. Rolling in at number four. One of the better values in the in the little Debbie uh, world, the Swiss cake rolls. Oh my gosh, you have went. You are out of your mind, man. Two crazy overrated little Debbies. Gross. Are you are you speechless? You know, I, <laughs> Kevin, I I'm not you know one of these guys that I mean I beat to my own drum. I mean I, I'm certainly not going to uh, listen to criticism from some a male that wears a Disney Mickey Mouse hat. Um, so. Proudly. You know, say, what, say what you want. I'm comfortable with my choices. Proudly wear the mouse on a hat. 
Swiss cake roll. Hey, listen, I'm not going to turn one down. All right. Let's just be, let's, let's be honest about it. Okay. Not going to turn the Swiss cake roll down. Um, I'm not going to turn a star crunch down. Probably, probably not going to, but top five consideration. I don't know about that. Brant, what say you? All right. We'll just continue with it. And I agree with Colin. It's one of the the better values. You get two uh, Swiss rolls. Um, that's my number four. Typically, I eat the top layer of chocolate off and save the cake roll for last. So I a little appetizer of peeling the top layer off, and then I enjoy the cake roll. Um, I also enjoy the little, the hard bottom chocolate as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, cake look, rolls number four. I will agree with that. The little Debbie, like the waxy, fake chocolate stuff that they have on most of their Debbie cakes is, is outstanding. Absolutely. I don't even know what that is. It's so probably something similar to the product. Oh my God. <laughs> the uh, got to be real, I believe is what my product is called. The cheapest thing on the Walmart shelf. Other than, write the, that LA, down. Other than the, other than the LA looks, I think the LA looks may be a little bit cheaper. I mean, Next it time. looks good. We're we're sitting at ten oh seven p.m. and your hair looks phenomenal. It hasn't you, moved you gotta, since last week. Like, this is what you you got to fluff it every now and then with the with your fingers. You see that? Here Look at go. that matted quaff. All right, Christian, what you got? Number four. Well, speaking of hard bottom chocolate, gonna go with uh, ye old nutty bars. Um, I think some people may rank it higher. Uh, not me. Uh, I'm actually just solid at number four with it. Again, eat them cold eat them hot, eat them old, eat them not. I mean, whatever you want, really. Have one, <laughs> have, have one stick, have two, have half a stick. I don't know. <laughs> hey, do you peel the layers? Do you peel the layers of the Naughty Bar? Listen, nothing goes better with some fava beads and a nice Chianti. <laughs> I'm going to say the Swiss cake roll is better than the Naughty Bar. Get out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure that's my in-laws favorite. Miss Jean, <laughs> Rabbi, love you. Which no, one? Both. No, I mean, which cake is their fave? The, the nutty, nutty, the nutty buddy. Oh, they have them like in their garage freezer, I think. Oh, they, I love that Christian said which one and Kevin said both. <laughs> A good answer. He loves, he loves them both. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> it was Glad never a question. Oh, hey, man. Listen, I do. I do. I'm full of love. What can I say? All right. All right. Get it together, Colin. Get it together. All right. Number four. Okay. This may be controversial right here because I have recently said that this is the goat. The goat, <laughs> the goat of all little Debbie cakes. Okay. Uh, I've put it out there on Twitter. I've shamed my wife for um, her disrespect of this particular Little Debbie cake. They are so loved by the people of the world, especially the people of South Carolina, that they're just fantastic. And that is the Little Debbie Christmas tree cake. And, you know, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit to rank it forth because going into this thing, I 
100% thought that it would be number one on my list. But after doing my taste test and things like that, I don't know, man. Uh, I think it's just a little, little bit too sweet for me to just like crush them on the regular. So um, number four for me, Christmas tree cake, vanilla. I like that choice. I actually experienced a shortage of Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes this holiday season. I went to Publix, Empty Shelf, stopped by Bilo, Empty Shelf, found them at the Wee Willis of TR um, while I was getting gas and bought a couple boxes. Shameless plug. I saw a box at Big Lots. Don't do that. Yeah, that's not. I didn't. I didn't. Last year's cakes. But but they. That's true. Yeah, that was a, it was in a vintage box of, from 1960. <laughs> All right, Colleen, what you got? Number three. Number three. Rolling in at number three is a bit of a nostalgic selection for me. One of the things that I very much associate with my grandparents' house, the jelly cream pie. Um, jelly cream pie and Pepsi was a staple snack at, at their house growing up. I've eaten three in the last 24 hours. Insanely jealous of that. Somewhere the creator of moon pies is upset with you. You know, it's funny you say that about the moon pie. I was trying to figure out what the cookie actually tastes like. It's a little bit like a moon pie, except obviously no marshmallow. It's like the icing or the cream in the middle. Or, or you could even say it's like a giant Nilla wafer, you know, dipped in chocolate. You with me on that, Colin? I can see that. I like your choice, unlike number four and five. My choices, Kevin. My choices. Brand number three. All right, number three, the Nutty Buddy wafer bar. Um, this is another one that I eat the top layer on and I, and I don't just eat the top layer off. I try to bite the top layer off and keep it perfectly intact so I can enjoy the top wafer and then I eat the other. So um, a, a, another good value um, two two per pack. Um, so that that's my number three. I love the science behind the pick Brent. Absolutely. Christian, number three. Well, I know this isn't going to be popular, but I can still taste the wax paper from the honey bun. Uh, just really a, a, a gas station breakfast treat. Um, you know, I'm just a fan of it. You know, give me a large box of those. I'll pound about eight of them today. With a um, Mountain Dew? So, oh, absolutely. A little Mountain Dew. Crush that thing, dude. Honey bun. Do it. You could go cold. Do you prefer the cold or the room temperature or the warm? Cold, actually. You know, believe it or not, I actually don't like the warm honey buns. I I usually like a lot of my pastries warm, but this is the one. I'm going to go slightly chilled. I like how you use the correct terminology right there, pastry. You know, Little Debbie, Debbie, if you visit their website, they've got – the honey bun in the pastry section. They've got like the fudge round, the oatmeal cream pie, all that. They've got those in the cookies section. You wow. Know, you got your snack cakes, you got your donuts, you got your pies. So I like how you went pastry right there. Thank you. All right. Number three for me, uh, totally off the grid here. I feel like this is a sleeper pick that those that know, know. 
and those that don't need to get on board with it. That is the chocolate chip cakes, the chocolate chip cakes. Since you guys are talking about the values. All right. So you get two in a pack, chocolate cake, vanilla icing. You get that good waxy, like vanilla thick icing on top. That's very similar to the Christmas tree cake. Mm. here's 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 the game changer right here man here's the game changer you get the crunch from the chocolate chips all right gives you a little bit of texture in there the chocolate chip cakes number three i saw you disrespect and shake your head colin you know i'm just gonna let you roll with your list kevin i mean that's all i can do at this point number two number two number two the nutty bars, great value. I gr- totally agree with Brian on the the method to which you eat them. Just a great, great snack. You can even split it. You know, give one to somebody else, have one, and it's still a great, a great value. Do you do you do you share that? Do you pick one up at the gas station, open it up, and just give one to the guy right behind you? I mean, you could. You absolutely could. So you I want to know. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, right? We yeah. need more of that in America. Like sharing nutty bars. Uh, who's oh sharing gosh. anything? Listen, I don't share my box. To... All right, Brad, number two. All right, number two. The In my view, the king of the breakfast Debbies is the pecan, the pecan spin wheel. Um, it's it's one that you have to put in the microwave for exactly 15 seconds. Um, and then, well, if you're going to eat both at the same time, you up it to 20 seconds. And then you eat it like a fruit roll-up. You start on the outside. The interior provides the most cinnamon. Um, so, you, so you have to start from the outside and work your way in. I like that technique for sure. Oh, yeah. Could you share that as well since it comes in a two-pack? Or does I don't it like come to share my, my, my pecan uh, spin wheels. I don't like to share those. That's a Williams children favorite lunchtime treat, the pecan spin wheel. Christian, numero dos. We know I always say nothing goes better with a Mountain Dew Southern Shock than a box of Christmas tree cakes. So uh, I'm going to go with the vanilla and simply because it's the one where I don't feel guilty if I have four in one sitting because it's the holidays, guilt-free snacking, you know, the wife will have one as well. You'll fight for the last one. I mean, like Brant said, when you have a shortage, especially last year, we were experiencing toilet paper shortages. I was more upset about the Christmas tree cake shortage. That's a supply and demand issue, guys. We got to get that together, Deborah. 100%. I agree with that. You know, the demand is so high on those. I'm honestly shocked that you can still get them for the value price of two nineteen or two twenty nine, whatever they are. It's a steal. It Absolutely. is. Really. It's 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 incredible for sure. All right, coming in at number two for me is the classic, the legendary oatmeal cream pie. And the oatmeal cream pie for me is one of those things, honestly. It was on my list at number one until about three o'clock today. And at three o'clock, I had this revelation. I need to flip it. need to switch it with my number two at the time. And um, so I bumped it down to number two, man. But it, it could certainly be number one. It is certainly worthy of number one. 
And it's, it's the classic and in the legends category for a reason, the oatmeal cream pie, number two. Number one. Coming in at number one for me is the oatmeal cream pie. It's a classic. You can eat it with a number of, of things post dinner. It works well. I don't know about you guys, but I very much, I try to eat mine around the edge and, and force just one or two good solid bites at the end. Like you ever yeah, squirt some of that, you know, white icing, like where you got like a little bit too much, you know, and it's like, oh, hoo, hoo, yeah. <laughs> All right, Brent, number one, what you got? All right, number one for me is that sweet cream with a dollop of strawberry flavored jelly between two soft cookies coated in fudge. It's the Choco Gel. It's the jelly cream pie. And a lot like Colin, this is something that I got every time I went to my grandparents' house without fail. It was a favorite. It was a staple on the Mill Hill. Uh, We had it all the time. And it just brings back a lot of good memories. So the jelly cream pie, number one. I love it. I feel like it gets no credit out there. Love the pick. CG, number three. Or number one, excuse me. Crunch, crunch, crunch. You know what I always say: nothing goes better with a Mountain Dew Baja Blast than a giant, <laughs> than a giant box of OCPs, baby. What about like a new grape? Would a box of OCPs go with a new grape? You don't see the new grape anymore. No, I don't. And that's a, that's a shame as well, but it, it might go well with a, a nice sun-kissed. Brent, I'm right there with you. My number one is the jelly cream pie. Man, I forgot how good they were. Pounded three of them today. You get They're not too sweet, man. The jelly, you get just enough to really cut through the sweetness, man. The fudge is not too thick. Tell me how good that last bite is where you get that like hard piece of fudge that has has kind of stuck together where they had taken it out of the chocolate. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a crunchy, crunchy little bite. Man, get you some of that. Yeah, I mean, you you really enjoy your journey through the cream and strawberry filling, but the edges are phenomenal as well. I mean, that's... It has the same similar vibe to the bottom of the Swiss cake roll. Absolutely. Yes. I don't know about you, but April 1st can't get here fast enough because all this talk is just making me want to go grab a few boxes. I actually, in in preparation for this, I I just went to the little Debbie aisle at Publix and I just inhaled, like I just sniffed the boxes and wished Mm -hmm. that I could partake. You know, set you, it's set you back on your on your diet for sure. That would encourage me to go harder because yeah. on four one, it's uh, I'm going to try all of them on that. Oh day, yeah. So. 
Well, we certainly wish you guys the best on your diet. Let me review this real quick. We are running out of time. Colin, your number one was oatmeal cream pie. Number two was nutty bars. Three, jelly cream pie. Number four, Swiss cake roll. And number five, the star crunch. Brant, your number one was the Choco Gel. Number two is the Pecan Spin Wheel. Number three, the Nutty Buddy Wafer Bar. Number four, the Swiss Cake Roll. And number five, the Fudge Round. Christian, your number one was the original OCP. Number two, the Vanilla Christmas Tree Cake. Number three, the Honey Bun. Number four, the Nutty Buddy Bar. And number five, the Fudge Round. And Coming in last, me, my number one was the Choco Gel Jelly Cream Pie. Number two, the Oatmeal Cream Pie. Number three, the Chocolate Chip Cake. Number four, the Christmas Tree Cake Vanilla. And number five was the Honey Bun. Guys, I certainly appreciate it. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Colin. You can find me on Twitter at Colin with 1L Thompson 87. And 4CG, where are you? You can find me at C-Dub with two Bs, the great one. That's the number one on any platform and probably still on Periscope. And Brant, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at, at Brantley Best on Twitter. I love it. And you can find me at KWilliams6405. That'll be on Twitter as well. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate. You can find us on all our podcast outlets out there apple spotify podbean google amazon you name it we should be out there thank you so much for joining us we look forward to ranking something again next week we will be coming to you again so thanks so much we appreciate you guys and we look forward to doing it again soon say good night kevin 